A very warm welcome to you, our dear listeners. We want to thank God for tonight and we want to thank God for His grace and His sustenance of our lives. We believe that we've been blessed as we have continued to listen to our teachings on every Monday. And we want to thank God for the Wellspring team. I'm sure you can also notice that we are posting our teachings late. I think they should be we think there should be an, a network challenge over our system and our podcast, but we believe that it will be resolved soon. Allow me to pray, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you today. We bless your name. We pray, Lord, as we get into our teaching for tonight. Help us. Help our relationships, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. We are doing our second teaching on Chronicles of Love. And we say basically we want to look at First Corinthians 18 on the definition of love. Last week we gave our introductory lesson where we spoke about three types of love, phileo, eros, and agape. And we said that the God kind of love is the unconditional love, that love which God expects you if you have a beloved to show to your beloved, you to express to your beloved. And that's why all of us in love relationships we need that kind of love in order to sustain our relationships we need that kind of love in order to sustain our marriages for those who are married you cannot sustain a marriage without the agape kind of love you cannot sustain a marriage without that unconditional love the same love that god has shown to mankind unconditional love the love that loves in spite of the love that loves in spite of and the love that loves not because of you know but loves because you know not because of abcd that has been done but in spite of and we quoted romans chapter 5 verse 8 which says for while we were yet sinners christ died for us and i want to believe that you know what it's very important that as we consider the issue, our, our, our subject on love relationships, we must extend that type and that manner of love to our partners, to our beloveds. It's very important. So as we look at our first lesson, after our introductory lesson last week, we want to go back to the Word of God. First Corinthians 13 verse 4, which says, Love is long-suffering and it is kind. We will notice, dear beloved, that you know what? It's important that we know before we speak of uh, the patience and the kindness of love. It's important to know for those who are in relationships that as you deal with each other, you must not be ignorant. You need to be wise as you love. You need to be wise as you get into love relationships. I'll read for you Philippians uh, chapter 1, verse 9. It says, and this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. I want us to understand that our love must not be ignorant. You know, there is this saying, you hear people say that love is blind. (laughs) Meaning that, you know, at times it's said, this is usually said when, uh, you know, uh, people think that the two people in a love relationship don't match each other, you know, or when there's um, you don't match each other in terms of character, don't match each other in terms of education at times, don't match each other in terms of background, 
at times even don't match each other, uh, you know, because of height. At times you can have a tall man there and the wife is short at his knee, 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 knee level, knee height. Or it's a giant woman there and the man is as short as I don't know. So that's why we hear people say love is blind. But, you know, as believers, as children of God, we don't want to have blind love. The Bible says we, our love must abound more and more in knowledge and in, in depth and in depth of insight so what this means is that um love our love must operate in wisdom you know so before we talk of what love is it's important that we understand that there must be a level of wisdom as you love what is this knowledge that we want to talk about you know, at times for young people who fail, fall in love relationships, they become so ignorant of some red lights that you see in a relationship. For instance, you can be in a love relationship and your partner is continuously yelling and screaming and shouting at you. What more do you need? What do you, what, what, why do you think that person would change? If, you know, at times some people pretend yes, but if you see red lights and true colors while you are still in a courtship, while you are not yet married, is it not better for you? Knowledge and understanding and, 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 and uh, discernment will show you that, you know what, you might not have long a lasting relationship with such a person. Or at times you might see that there are red lights of uh, unfaithfulness. For instance, your partner is continuously flirting on the phone with the opposite sex and what will make you think, what causes you to think that in a short space of time the person will change? Or, you know, many ladies, they always think that, I thought it would change at times when we do premarital or marital counseling. And you ask the two involved to say, but did you not see this when you were in courtship? They'll tell you, I did see it past, but I thought it would change. May I tell you, my dear brothers and sisters, at times, some of the things that you see as red lights, red zones in your love relationships or might not change. In fact, actually, it might be a double, seven, ten times than what it was. You understand? So that's why it's important. That's why even when we explain the issue of unfaithfulness in terms of the two people falling, uh, getting into fornication, don't think and the both of you know that it is not right for you to fall into to get into fornication so what it means it breeds a mistrust so you then uh, discover that even when the person is married nothing restrains them to do adultery it's at a higher level it's at a higher level so it's very important to say that you must love with knowledge you must love with understanding when you talk of uh knowledge and understanding we, it's important to say to us that build your your relationship on friendship build your relationship on friendship build your relationship on knowledge no get to know this person deeper before you commit into marriage before you commit into uh, the marital relationships you know nowadays in this century many young people don't think it's important to really take time to know each other you know 
they now want to just get into a relationship for a month and they think, you know, we can marry. But you know what? It's important to have knowledge on your friendship. Establish your friendship as lovers. Establish, build your relationship on friendship. But you know, what do friends do? Friends are open, transparent with each other. They love each other deeply. So it's very important. And the knowledge that we have, we say, the, the scripture says that, and this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. Knowledge of what? Knowledge about your beloved, about his family or her family. Know about her family. Knowledge about the background. Know about the background. How was this person raised? It's important to know those things because they form the basis of your interaction in the relationship. They form the basis of your relationship as you interact. Know about the priorities of this person. What type of a person is she? What type of a person is he? What is? What are the things that are priorities in his life? What are the things that are a priority in her life? For instance, you know what? What are the values? What are the things that they, they, they value most in their life? For instance, know about their knowledge, knowledge about their take on ministry. If you are someone who is called into ministry, you must know what what is the, the, the take of this person, what's their position regarding serving in ministry. For instance, you must know. You know, I remember one time, once dealt with one of our ladies who said she had no choice but to break her love relationship to her beloved then because the guy would not understand why should we go for prayer every Tuesday meet with prayer, why should we go for this and that, for a church every time church, church you know it's important to know how the person's position is regarding the ministry, regarding the call of God, even upon your lives. It will help you to know how to deal with them. It will help you maybe be adventure. You might not be compatible in that regard. It's very important. So now, going to First Corinthians 13 verse 4, it says, Love is long-suffering and kind. You know, uh, other versions say love is patient and is kind. That's why we term this lesson the patience and kindness of love. It's very important. You know that um, at the beginning we see that love is described here by action words, eh, not saying words, not verbal words, but by action words, not by lofty concepts. So Paul is not writing about how love feels in First Corinthians. For he doesn't talk about how love feels, he talks about how love can be put in action. How love can be put in action. It's very important, dear beloved, that you know what at times it's so easy to sing about the chronicles of love, to sing about that love is kind, love is patient, love is not boastful, love is not arrogant, and the like. It's, imp- it's easy to sing, but love is shown in action, not in, in concepts. We see that that true love here is always demonstrated by action. It's very important for us to know that so when it says that love suffers long or love is patience, it means that love will endure a long time. True love endures a long time. What are the things that you need to endure in a love relationship? Times you need to endure some character flaws in your spouse, which are not pillars, of course, or detrimental to your love relationship. You need to endure a season of, 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 of barrenness at times, you know. 
I was sharing uh, when I was um, ministering in church to say the reason why at times relationships are strained is because people are not long suffering. Some people, for instance, a young lady got married to a guy, he was a CEO at that time, or when you got married or fairly got into a love relationship. Now, at times, retrenchment happens, salary cuts and happens, and that's now you see whether you are loving or not. You know, your love is based on material things or not. And um, in, in this year that we're in, 2021, we, know, we also take note that, you know, in the first lockdowns, that were there, for instance, in our nation in Zimbabwe, the the, the cases of gender-based violence, they went up because people are not long-suffering. You know, there were financial strains, relational strains, and, uh, you know, accommodational strains and the like. So you will then notice that people are not long-suffering. That's why people at times cannot put up in relationships, cannot put up in their marriages. So it is the heart shown in God when it is said of the Lord. The Lord is not slay concerning his promise as some count slakeness, but is it is, is long suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Second Peter three verse nine. So this is the same long suffering that we see, dear beloved, that love is patient. It is long suffering. The Lord does not desire to destroy humankind, but he is patient, willing that we change, willing that we repent and come to the knowledge of God. So that's what we mean that love is long suffering. It is patient you know if God's love is in us we will show long suffering to those who annoy us or hate us dear listeners if the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts as in Romans 5 5 says so we should be able to express that same patience that same long suffering towards each other in love relationships it's very important you know there's the ancient preacher John Chrysostom he said uh, this is, is he, he said this is the word used of the man who is wronged and who easily has the power to avenge himself you know but will not do it out of mercy and patience so at times it's very important to exercise the the long suffering of love the patience of love I always say to those in love relationships, you are not yet patient. As long as you can still verbalize it, that I've been patient with him, I've been patient with her, you are not yet patient. Love is not in talking. The long suffering is in action. We want to see how you behave when there are things that you need to to do you know to to bear in your life in your love relationships and we also say it says that love is kind love is long suffering and love is kind what is to be kind you know in in, in kindness is a, a kindness is showing this goodness this good uh expression uh this good uh, giving allegiance to someone and you are kind, you do them well, you do them good all the days of their life. When we read about the Proverbs 31 woman, it speaks of the kindness of the Proverbs 31 woman and says that she does him good all the days of his life. That is kindness. You know, it is so sad that at times, even in Christian marriages, in Christian love relationships, there is no kindness. 
lovers, beloveds, brothers and sisters do not show kindness towards each other. You then ask yourself that were these people forced to marry? Were these people forced to be in a love relationship? What is this all about? So it's very important that you know what? As lovers, as beloveds, you treat each other with kindness. Ask yourself when given an opportunity to revenge, when given an opportunity to instill hurt, instill pain on your beloved, will you take that opportunity or you will just take the time to show kindness? I'm reminded of the kindness that 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 David uh, that David showed to Jonathan, you know, and said, "Is there anyone of the household of Saul that I may show kindness for the sake of Jonathan, my friend, my covenantal friend?" I want to say to somebody this morning. In your love relationship, for those in your marital relationship, it's important to show kindness. Kindness. Do you know that little children respond to kindness? If you are not a kind person, a child would not receive you. If you are not a kind person, a child would not accept you. May I say to us that as we love each other in our relationships, we need to receive each other with kindness, love each other, embrace each other. Love is kind. Love is long-suffering. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord heal your relationships. May the Lord heal your marriages. May restoration come upon your marriages. May restoration come upon your love relationships. Allow me to pray. Before I close, maybe somebody is hearing me speak about the kindness and the patience of love, but you have never given your life to Christ. I want to give you this opportunity to receive Christ as the Lord and your Savior in your life. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come before you realizing that I'm a sinner. Forgive me and wash me with your precious blood. Take your life and do with it as you will. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. This is the most important decision that one can ever make to receive Christ as their Lord and Savior. You are now a child of God. Take the word of God and read from the book of Romans so that you understand the exchange of salvation at the cross. May the Lord bless you. Let's meet again next week as we continue with our series on the Chronicles of Love. God bless you.